Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Caroline Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and it's another week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the podcast and tuning in. And as always, I'm very, very grateful. If you have loved the podcast, it would be awesome if you went over to iTunes or Spotify and gave me a little rating or a review. That would be super amazing because it really does help me impact more people with my messages of living well. Over the last week, it has been very exciting for me. I've been on lots of different TV and radio um, channels, which has been awesome. I was on Radio New Zealand, which is a national show. So that was really amazing to have that experience. And also tomorrow I am on Cafe TV, which will be um, Friday, just gone for you by the time you're listening to this. So that's really exciting as well. That was a pre-record and I did that last week. Then I've also been on a couple of live um, TV shows doing interviews for Nourishing You and that has been a lot of fun as well. But I must say the live shows are a little bit nerve-wracking because you can't take anything back or record over it. Anyway, you've just got to get over your fear of hopping on live or doing all of these things because the message that I have around Nourishing You is really important. And so I think about impacting other people and I can't impact anyone if I'm too scared to do some of these things. So that is how I get my head around stepping up to the plate and doing some of these quite scary interviews. And the book, it's going really well. First week on sale this week and we've got all of our pre-sales out in the mail. So that's really exciting. And I've been watching people on Instagram and the socials opening their little packages and looking at the book for the very first time, which is, again, a scary thing because no one really gets to see the book before it's published. And you just hope that everyone is going to love the message and also all of the recipes, because obviously I've put loads of work into it and it is quite the journey to get it from the ideas and writing down those ideas in a journal to someone's kitchen and where they can actually cook from the book. So I'm really excited that that is all underway this week. Now, the launch and things like that obviously hasn't been ideal because we've been in this COVID-19 period of the world and I haven't been able to get out and about and do cooking demonstrations or do any of the things that I otherwise would have done. But it's still been a lot of fun and I've still obviously been doing lots of media and things like that. So I'm fingers crossed hoping that the book still goes off really, really well. So let's get stuck into this week's episode. This week I'm talking all about getting over the fear so that you can do the things that you love. Now, fear holds us back so much in our lives And unfortunately, sometimes it can prevent us from doing what we really want to do. 
Fear pops into our lives in all sorts of ways and it manifests in ways that you might not even recognize as being fair. So let's talk about how we can recognize fear and how we can recognize that it is fear that is actually holding us back from doing what we really want to do. Now, we do need to get over the fear to do what we want to do because if we're doing what we want to do, it means that we're going to have more fun in our lives, we're going to live well, we're going to be happier, and we're going to be healthier because it brings us joy when we're doing what we want to do. But what is it about fear that really does hold us back? Fear is a basic human emotion and we all have fear. It's how we're wired and it's also for beneficial purposes. It's to signal danger to us and it prepares us physically so that we can accomplish what we need to for survival. The opposite to living in fear is living in freedom. And recognizing whether we're living in fear or living in freedom can help set us free. So it's really being mindful around this. For me, I have had lots of times in my life where I have been too fearful to do something that I want to do because of all sorts of reasons. And I'm going to talk about some of those reasons with you and see if you can relate to them. So fear, the problem with fear is that it only sees the downside. When we're fearful, we can't see the upside of things and it puts us in a state where we only identify what the worst case scenario can be. Fear also stops us from thinking things through. It tells us to react immediately. Just like in the old times when, you know, a big grizzly bear might have been chasing you through the forest and it's a response to save your life. So fear makes us react quickly without actually being able to analyze the options and stepping back and having a look at things. Think about times that you have just quickly reacted to something and you wonder where that came from. That's fear instead of actually being able to think it through and make a decent decision. Fear also tells us to avoid anything new or unknown. Fear prefers us to stay familiar, even if it's painful, even if the situation is frustrating and we feel that we should be out of the situation. Rather than step into the unknown, fear will keep us there. Examples of this are things like being in a bad relationship, People wonder why people stay in bad relationships, but it's the fear of the unknown. When you're in the bad relationship and you know that you need to get out of it, at least you have the certainty and knowingness of what you're getting. Whereas if you were to step out of that relationship, you don't know what the future holds for you. And that is really scary. Same with being in a job or a career that you don't like. Sometimes the fear keeps us there because we're so scared of the unknown. Fear constricts us rather than expands who we are. It tells us that we shouldn't be smiling at strangers or speaking our opinions too loudly. How many times have you held yourself back from sharing your opinion because you are too worried about what people might think or say about you? And instead of pushing our boundaries, fear encourages us to avoid any potential failure or rejection. Oh my goodness, the amount of times that I have not gone ahead and done something that I want to do because I'm so scared of the rejection or the judgment or the potential failure is not even funny. 
And I often think now that I'm getting more fearless or actually I'm getting more courage as I get older, I am thinking about all the things that I could have done by now if I hadn't allowed fear to hold me back. I'm not sure if you can relate to that and think about some of the times that you have been constricted rather than moving forward because you're so worried about outcomes. Fear also obscures our intuition. So when we talk about this, this is all about our gut instinct. And we all have that little inner voice in there. And that's our gut instinct. And we can hear it, but sometimes we don't want to listen to it because we're so consumed with fear that it's not possible to recognize what our gut instinct is actually telling us. Fear also often keeps us from making any decision at all. We get so overwhelmed with what might happen or what could happen that we just freeze in the face of any choice at all. Or then we actually do make a decision, but then we constantly second guess ourselves. And we're not really sure if it's the best decision at all. So it's really important to recognize in yourself whether or not uh, fear dictates your decisions. How do we do this? Well, first of all, we need to recognize when we're coming from a place of fear or are our decisions that we make coming from a place of freedom. Give yourself some time and space to hear other voices beside fear's voice in any decision that you make and consider making a concrete list of pros and cons in any given situation. So I wanted to do this podcast this week because I was out actually walking with one of my friends. She is another lawyer and she's a partner in a firm. So she has a really amazing career and job. And we were on our walk and talk and she was asking me about a decision that she has to make. Anyway, I said to her, well, the way that I do it is I always think about what the worst case scenario is. I've used this method throughout my life to help me to make decisions. Now, sometimes when you're in a real place of fear, and I've been there before, it can be really hard to even get to a place where you can unlock the padlock on what I'm going to tell you because you don't even recognize necessarily that you're in fear. So you need to be in a place where you can actually be in recognition that it's scary, but it's okay, and work through it using this little method. So I ask myself, what is the worst case scenario in this situation? So let's use my book, Nourishing You, as an example. So I have self-published Nourishing You, and what that means is that I've outlaid all the costs up front myself to get the book in people's hands. Now, to do that, I also have to print a whole lot of books, but I don't actually know how many are going to sell. So there's a risk. And this is the same kind of risk that there is in any business when you start a business. But if you live in fear because you are worried about the outlay and that it might not sell, that might actually prevent you from following your dreams and creating the business or the life or the book or the whatever it is that you want to create. So with Nourishing You, I outlined everything that could possibly go wrong with this book and what the worst case scenario was. So in this case, to put it really simply, the worst case scenario is that no one will like it, 
and that I will have a ton of books sitting in my garage and there will be no one to buy them. So that is the worst case scenario. So I look at that worst case scenario and I think, can I live with that? Can I live with the fact that the books might not sell and that I will have lots and lots of books sitting in my garage for many years or until I get rid of them? And then I look at other things. Well, that's not actually the worst case scenario. That's probably dramatizing the worst case scenario because the worst case scenario is that no one will buy the books. I'll have a whole lot of books sitting in my garage and then I'll have lots of books to give away for gifts. I trust that these books are amazing and that they would make amazing gifts. Oh, I could give them to clients. I could give them to friends and family if no one wanted to buy them because they didn't value the book. Anyway, so I walk through this worst case scenario method in my head. Sometimes I do it on paper, so my pros and cons and all of that kind of thing. And it really, really helps to move past the fear because it brings you into practical thinking and being pragmatic rather than circling around in your head um, all the things that probably could go wrong. That's where we can be stuck in that let's just not do anything at all and the fear keeping us from making any decisions. So that is something that I do very regularly and it really does help me to not freeze in making a decision but or second guess myself, but rather have in black and white the worst case scenario. And then of course, there's the flip side. What's the best case scenario? Well, the best case scenario is that everyone loves my books. They sell out. I have to do another print run uh, and they impact people in a really positive way and help people to be healthier and enjoy family time at home, cooking and having a more mindful and nourished life. That's the best case scenario. So then when you look at the worst case scenario and you know that it's not that bad and you look at the best case scenario... And then you can find somewhere in the middle that seems okay as well. So that is the way that I deal with how to face my fears and move past my fears so that I can live the life that I want to live and do what I want to do. Because fear controlling us is real. It is a real thing. And we often don't recognize it as fear. We recognize it as a ton of other excuses. And we're good at making those excuses. But the reality is the truth is that it's actually just fair holding us back. And it's okay to be scared. It's okay to have fear. You're human. It's okay to feel the fear. There's that beautiful saying that says, feel the fear and do it anyway. And it's true. Just because you see someone, you know, succeeding and doing the things that they want to do in their life doesn't mean that they don't feel the fear. They still might feel the fear, but they're doing it anyway. And that's another reason why it's great to support people in their endeavors because they do feel fear. And it takes a lot sometimes for someone to overcome a lot of that fear. I know for me, for someone who produces a lot of content and I've got my online programs and things like that, I have had a lot of fear in producing some of those things and putting them out there for people in fear of judgment and all sorts of things. 
But when you run through your little, what's the worst case scenario? What are you really worrying about? Where is this fear coming from? And when you can really analyze it and work through it, often you find that you're really being scared and fearful over not much. So when you can have a method like this and learn to live from a place of freedom rather than a place of fear, that's when you can really start enjoying your life and living the life that you really want. So I encourage you, if you are feeling fearful about anything, if there's something niggling at you that you would love to do, if you are wanting to produce a podcast or you want to start a website or you want to start a new hobby or you want to try something new that is happening in your life but you have a little bit of fear or you feel like something's holding you back, I encourage you this week to put pen to paper and work out what is happening for you. Where is the fear coming from? Put all your worries down on a piece of paper and go through each one of them and work out what the worst case scenario is and work out if you can live with that worst case scenario or not. And then on the flip side, work out what your best case scenario is and really have a good look at it and see where your fear is coming from. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So that is the podcast this week. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Same time, same place next week. I'll be back with a new podcast and a new topic for you next week. Bye for now.